Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. On today's episode, I have with me a very special guest, Jeannie Waters. Hi, Jeannie. Welcome. Hello, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to be here with you today. You know, um, Jeannie is a friend who is part of my writing group, and we speak to each other via text. Uh, How often would you say? (laughs) Probably several times every day. (laughs) We are carefully loving and protecting and stewarding and mentoring one another to have our books do well. And we'll talk about Jeannie's book in just a minute. I have so many fond memories of being at the table in my Italian family. That was a center of life, especially on a Sunday. I had one aunt, she had five children, a very small dining room, and In addition to her family of seven, there were always at least another seven of family, and it would be an abundant feast. There would always be a pasta and a meat and all kinds of vegetables, and she would just, it was just an incredible time. And I still now, as an adult woman, associate a sense of comfort and safety with a table of abundance. Now, you know a little something about those tables of abundance because you wrote a book about it. Tell us about that. Yes, I did, Elizabeth. And it was a joy writing a book, as you know, is a very hard process, but it's a (laughs) blessing from God to be able to do that. So my book is a 40-day devotional, and it's titled A Place at His Table, God's Daily Gifts to Satisfy Your Heart. And he's such a good father. He doesn't just give us everything we want, but everything we need is right there Mm. on his table for us. And I should tell our audience that this book was just released on Monday. It is already in the top 50 on Amazon in devotionals and in the top 50 on, uh, I think it said Christian and Family Life. I personally bought 11 copies to share with friends because I know this is a perfect gift book. And why do I know? Well, I had the advantage of being in your writer's group. And so I had sneak peeks at many of these devotionals. And they all made me feel, every time I read your work, Jeannie, I feel like I'm being hugged. I feel like I'm back at at my grandma's table. I feel that uh, just that sense of of love. And tell tell us more. Well, Elizabeth, I first started thinking about this, not as a book, but as a concept. When I attended a ladies' Bible study at my church, we studied Psalm 23, which we've known since childhood. Mm -hmm. But as I say, I got stuck on verse 5. I could not get past it. And God used it to teach me that, yes, every day His table has blessings for me, has every provision I need. And He says that table is in the presence of our enemies. So I started thinking about my spiritual enemies, worry, 
fear, doubt, insecurity, those things that plagued me from time to time. So he's still teaching me, but he led me to write this book to help others um, learn this truth about trust in a different way. So it's interesting. I just heard someone today at my Friday morning uh, prayer group that um, sometimes we take the bait that the enemy is putting out, and that could be in the way of worry or fear or what else? Maybe excessive anger. What are some of the other enemies that try to come up against us? Well, I think insecurity is one. And then acceptance, when we're somewhere we don't feel accepted, then we start thinking maybe we're less than or that we're not capable even of doing things that we know God wants us to do. And that is a lie. Um, Those are thoughts we should not believe. Um, I I think there's so many and they're individual. They depend on where who we are where we are in our lives, but um, God provides a way for us to stand against that enemy. And I want to make the point that all of the things we're talking about do affect you financially. My dream is to give everyone who reads my words or listens to my voice a financial advantage in Christ. I want to show you how to handle money Money is owned completely by God. He allows us to use some of it for our provision and for His glory. But sometimes we don't know how to receive God's gifts. And so we kind of mess up the process. And He is a very patient God. But when we allow insecurity and fear and worry to dominate our thinking— It distorts how we handle money. The excessively frightened person might hoard or might make other uh, unwise financial decisions. The insecure person might spend more in order to feel that they are dressing a certain way or wearing a certain brand name to feel more confident. And I want to help our listeners learn to feel confident on the inside so that they are full of God's wealth on the inside and that some of that fullness will spill over onto the outside. So your book is very dear to my heart because it makes me feel full on the inside. I notice that although groceries increase in their cost, and shortages are everywhere. There's no shortage with God, is there? Exactly right, Elizabeth. And the way we access Him is through prayer, which is a perfect way of communicating with Him. Um, One of my devotions talks about our being in Germany, and we had great difficulty communicating. But even within the same language, um, communication can be hindered by our previous thoughts or by the way we communicate. But with God, there's no misunderstanding. We can go right to Him and share our hearts and then read His Word, read the Bible, talk with Him, and learn what it is He wants us to learn. And that helps us access the wonderful gifts He has for us. When you wrote the book, is there one devotion that is that really stands out, that really is the dearest to your heart? 
Well, there are many, Elizabeth, because I wrote about our daughter's wedding and so many things that are dear to my heart. But one that I still have fun with is when a friend of mine who was raised in Brazil and loves to prepare those kind of recipes, and she makes a lot of rice and beans. Well, one day she made an excess amount and um, decided that she couldn't figure out why she did it. She just (laughs) felt inspired to cook more rice and beans that day. But anyway, when she went to church in a small town, in a small church, there were visitors from Brazil who spoke Portuguese. So Mm. she and her husband invited them home for dinner. And um, the story is just fascinating to me, but it shows me how God provides and how when we're in tune with him and going to his table and seeking him, he provides. So he gave her the gift of physical food, but also the spirit and gift of generosity in her heart to give to other people. Oh, that's really beautiful. You know, uh, my beloved father, um, on Sundays, sometimes he would cook, and I mean cook a lot. We are Italian after all. And he was in the habit of cooking quite a bit. But then when he was all by himself, he would still cook a lot. And I remember one time he called me up, this is many years ago, and he um, he had a an apartment in the town where I live um, for business, even though he didn't live there. And he said, uh-oh, you better come over and help me. I said, dad, what's wrong? He said, well, I cooked and I got a little out of hand. He said, I made chicken. I said, how many chickens? 20. Oh, 20, my goodness. <laughs> my Italian father had had cooked 20 chickens. And I was very delighted to help him with some of that because Guy and I were dating at the time. And Guy thought I was cooking these gorgeous meals. <laughs> and it was my father. <laughs> and he brought trays of food to work. But he would do that kind of thing all the time. There was that abundance, which is so wonderful. And God is so abundant with us, isn't he? He definitely is, more than we could imagine. You know, for those who are not familiar with what a devotional is, Jeannie, tell us, what is a devotional? Well, my 40-day devotional book consists of 40 different sections or chapters, 40 devotions, and each one, Elizabeth, begins with a Southern table story. But Mm -hmm. then they lead to biblical truth or a passage in the Bible and show us one of God's gifts, such as joy, peace, His help in trials, His compassion, Mm -hmm. His hospitality and generosity. They go on and on. We can never even name them all. And each uh, devotion is only about a page or two, so there it's quick reading. Somebody could read that right before they go to the office, or on a lunch break, or right before bedtime. So they're really, and you know, the other thing I really like—I've never told you this. Usually, we always hear Psalm twenty-three read at funerals, so we tend to associate it with the sad aspects. But your book is full of joy and love. And isn't that a nice, you know, happy spin on on a beloved scripture? Everybody knows and loves Psalm 23, but this gives a whole different feeling to it, which I really appreciate. 
Thank you, Elizabeth. And I, I love tables and gathering just like you do. So it was fun to recall these table stories and then find some from friends as well to add to my personal collection and then to see how God led me to connect them to Scripture. I also included table tips to help all of us with ideas for sharing our tables with other people. And that's a joy too. Oh, table tips. Yes. That's an important point we want to share because people love everything to do with hospitality, setting a table, serving. That's something really special. And you know, nowadays that everybody dines out all the time, if you provide hospitality in your home for someone, even if it's just coffee and a treat, people remember that. We've Guy and I have been to so many events and, and they're lovely. But the ones we really remember is when someone invited us to their home and set a table for us. A simple table is fine, but just the the joy of that. I think it's interesting that that scripture tells us to practice hospitality. It's not assumed that we're going to get it perfectly right, and we're not supposed to worry about that. We're supposed to just enjoy it. Do you provide recipes too? Yes, some of the table tips include recipes and they're easy centerpiece ideas and um, celebration plans. My mom always had a centerpiece if it was just ivy in a vase. And so I find myself wanting to do that too. So I had fun sharing the table tips in the book. And what I love is that you are a Southerner. And so you, you provide that extra element that everybody just loves. Um, Before we close, is there anything you would like to share, any point to encourage? Our listeners are um, those who are dreaming and striving to build their lives in godly fashion and to, to make the most of their lives. Is there anything that you can share with them? Yes, Elizabeth. I'm thinking of the word enjoy. Enjoy the journey not worrying about the future, whether it be finances, relationships, things that concern us that that we should certainly pay attention to. But enjoy your table time with God. Find a time, if it's morning, evening, whenever, to spend time with Him. If you just read a short scripture and pray so you can access all the blessings He has for you. And then enjoy your own table. My hospitality motto is keep it simple, and laugh a lot. And as you indicated, it can be very simple. It doesn't have to be a five-course meal. Few people do that now. A cup of coffee with a pastry or um, a simple meal, a crock-pot meal with a salad, but whatever works for you and your guests to share love with them. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, You know, I used to serve a cup of tea in beautiful China at my desk every afternoon around three o'clock, and it gave me a sense of relaxation that I didn't have, but it gave that kind of atmosphere. It quieted the mood so that one could just sip and think. And of course, for those of us who love the Lord, that sipping and thinking time is praying time too. Well, Jeannie, you are a very dear friend, and I loved having you as a guest. We're going to put a uh, a link or some information at the bottom, but just tell us again the name of the book. 
The name is a place at His table, God's daily gifts to satisfy your heart. And you will notice, um, friends, that the the cover is beautiful. It's a beautiful green cover. And the author is beautiful, too. Thank you, Jeannie Waters. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Elizabeth. It was a joy. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.